and you will get 24 songs on 12 CDs for only $9.99, 995 Yes, I am a huge fan of Whose Line Is It Anyway? And occasionally, if you've seen the show, you will know that they play a game called Greatest Hits, in which they like to talk about ridiculous infomercials that advertise music that often doesn't go together and is a ridiculous price. Today, I am going to be talking about one of my most played greatest albums that I discovered and purchased through one of those exact infomercials. It's insane because I've never thought of them as being genuine or real and then I discovered this. So welcome everyone. My name is Michael and these are my music memories. Today is different to what I've done before because I've mostly been discussing my memories of concerts that I have attended and the things that have happened, the people that I've met, that kind of thing. Today I'm going to be 100% focused on uh, an album. I am going to do a bunch of these. These are partly my favourite albums. They're the albums that throughout my life I have listened to more than anything else. Now, because I'm just going to be talking about an album, unlike I would talk about a tour, honestly, it's probably only going to be about half the length. So don't be surprised if you saw that the time isn't as long as the previous podcasts. Um, that is only going to be for the exclusive album podcasts. It's not going to be every podcast. And the best way that I can explain this is I've, I've said this a few times so you know if you if you do listen to my podcast then by all means um you know you can you can just stop listening for a moment because i've said this a few times but the idea is that when you listen to an album you will probably enjoy every song you'll probably know most of the lyrics but there's always at least one track that honestly Again, I'm saying I'm saying honestly a lot. You can just skip. And you probably do skip it. Now, the reason I'm saying honestly is because when I've tried to explain this to some people before, they refuse to accept that. They'll say like, oh, no, no, no. There's, there, there's certain albums that I just love and they're the best band and the best album and I always listen to every track. And it's like, well, you see, no. I can honestly believe that that's not the case. And the reason that I know that is because that's just human nature. And to give you an example, um, a pretty good example actually, of what it is I'm talking about. Now, Shinedown are an amazing act. I love them. Um, I own all their stuff. And I've seen them. You know, they're really good. Really like them. How, now they've done an album called The Sound of Madness. It is a very good album. It's got absolutely classics like Second Chance, The Crow and the Butterfly. 
is an amazing song. If you only knew, Breaking Inside and Call Me are on so many of my playlists. You know, it is a great album. And I would recommend it to everybody that likes that style of music. However, Cyanide Sweet Tooth Suicide is a song that I will happily skip every single time. And that's just the way it is. And it's not that I don't like their heavier stuff. Believe me. I love, especially live. It is so good. That song is just not for me. And it's just one of those things that... There's nothing wrong with it. I would never say to them, this is a shit song, what were you thinking of when you wrote this? Because I don't know what they were thinking of. It's just not for me, so I'm happy to just skip. That's pretty much the only song on that album that I would ever dare skip. And that's why this album will not get its own podcast. Because I, I there is a song that I would skip. I'm going to sound so hypocritical in a minute. I really am, but uh, well, I'm, I'm going with it. That's, that's, the, that's the story I've written. But yes... The idea is that one in one in a hundred, very, very rarely, will you find an album that is genuinely amazing. That, in your opinion, and to your music tastes, everything about that album is perfect. And you are happy to listen to that album over and over again until the end of time. Now, it's like I said, the reason I like to specify this description for what what I mean is the fact that I'm sure that there are loads of albums that people play and in their minds, they're actually okay with whatever. They're fine. And in you know, in their minds, oh well, okay, I'm I'm happy to listen to every song and I don't necessarily have a problem with any of them. However, if you really stop to think about it, there probably is a song on most of those albums that you really don't actually care about. You could quite easily just skip and it wouldn't be a problem. It's the albums that you definitely could not skip any song. Those are the ones that I am predominantly going to be doing their own podcast for. I have a selection. And um, looking at them, a lot of them are... Yeah, a lot of them are rock. They're not all rock. But a lot of them are. Yeah, a lot of them are rock. Um, that, That does tend to be kind of the way that I go, so... You know, that's how it works. Now, today's album is not what I said. And the reason it's not what I said is because it is a compilation album. Now, if you are a fan of classic rock, this is a podcast and an album for you. Many people have different meanings behind the words classic rock. Um, But I think a lot of people 
kind of insult classic rock by the fact that it's it's lame. It's it's past it. It's had its time. Um, you should be listening to the newer stuff. And I agree. The new stuff is great fun and really good. But this classic stuff, it's still got it. And a lot of the modern day music has come from this stuff. So I don't have a problem with classic rock at all. I love it. And this being a compilation. So this is uh, this is where I'm, I'm going to be very hypocritical. Because this is a great album. I don't listen necessarily to every song every time that I play the album. And I know, I know, I know. Don't turn it off. I didn't mean it. The main reason is because this is a four CD set. And it consists of 15 songs per CD. So that's 60. Now... The problem with having a, an album that has 60 songs on it is that I never have time to listen to every song. There's just too much stuff. So nine times out of ten, I want to just pick the songs that I want to listen to more and just kind of go from there. So, you know, in this, yes, there are exceptions. But now we've got through all of that, I'm going to give you the name of the album. It is called... Burning Heart and it is a classic rock compilation album now you can still get this sometimes on eBay it is very rare the album itself has um, two spiders on the front with the name Burning Heart written in red on the bottom half of the album with um, a, like a stick drawn image of a heart with an arrow through it just above it. Now it's by the label Insight and it was originally released, um, shows my age a little bit, in 1994. Now I remember seeing this, this advert because it was, again, it was one of those where it would play some tracks some clips of some tracks and be like you remember this music this is the best rock music you can imagine oh wow this is great music listen to this track now oh and listen to this one we've got all the best bands from the 80s let's look at all these bands and then they'd list a bunch of them while they were playing some more music whilst naming a few of the names now the thing is this this was it says online because i don't remember this like not not the specifics of the of the release dates etc but i have found um a web site called discogs and if you can get the description for this podcast there will be a link in it to the discogs page for burning heart dev said it was released in 1994 i bought the album from the advert that they played now, it must have been around 1994, because if that was when it was released, they would have advertised it then. That would have made me around 13. Now, I, I, I remember seeing the advert and just thinking, oh my god, 
This is all the music I love. Can I please have this CD, Mum and Dad? And grateful enough, they bought me this CD. Now, I still listen to Burning Heart. I adore this compilation so much. And it's just the combination of music. Now, like I've said, for me, it is very classic rock. I mean, track one on disc one is Meatloaf. You took the words right out of my mouth. You don't get better than that. That's a fantastic start. But, you know, it wants to prove that it's not just about kind of the heavier rock or the faster rock. So it then goes into Brian Adams' Heaven. Um, I've seen Brian Adams live. Massive fan. Then the third track on the first disc is one of my favourite songs on the whole albums, on all four albums. And it is John Waite, Missing You. Now, honest to God, if you haven't heard that song or don't know what that song is, go and listen to it. I love that song so much. It is the epiphany of Burning Heart. It is exactly what you expect to get from this album. And then the hits just keep going. You've got Survivor and Journey, Mr. Mr. and Foreigner. It's just, there's so many huge 80s rock legends on this that you just you just can't not be amazed by the music that's on this that's on this and again there are going to be some stuff that you may not be the biggest fan of but there are 60 songs what i've got is i have myself a playlist and that playlist is for me the best music out of those 60 songs um, there will again if you can get the description for this podcast there will be a Spotify link that will take you to my playlist now if you don't have a subscription and you're only going on the free version of Spotify um, you'll have to just play it randomly however should you wish to should you be a subscriber you can have a look at the individual tracks and see what your favorites are yeah, I have this kind of, for me, it's like a heavy focus from CDs 2 and CD 4. Those are the two discs that I really have the most from. There's this little run at the very beginning of, of, of disc 2 that oh, I love it because it's so good. And if I ever hear any song on the radio that are, that are in these... I just want to hear. Um, I just want to hear Burning Heart, and I'll just play the playlist for days. Because it's Rainbow, Since You've Been Gone. How great is that song? Then it goes into a song that a lot of people may not know, uh, Graham Bonnet, Night Games. Then it goes into Lou Graham, Midnight Blue. Again, if you haven't heard either of those two songs, because I'm going to be honest... Other than hearing those two tracks on Burning Heart, I personally wouldn't have known who they were. You go and listen to those two. They are fantastic songs. Mr. Mr. Kiri. 
Asia, Heat of the Moment, and then we hit Bon Jovi, Born to Be My Baby. Now, if you listen to my podcast last time, you'll know that I discovered Bon Jovi before I realised I had discovered Bon Jovi. Because Born to Be My Baby was one of the songs that I would listen to so much through Burning Heart. I had no concept or just weird connection that I realised that this was the Bon Jovi of Bon Jovi, of the band. I hadn't, I just, I don't know why. I just had not made the connection that it was the same people. And it's the weirdest thing, and I can't explain it. But just that selection of six songs, you just, just play those six songs. They're so good. And it's just, you know what? I feel like it's the perfect, absolute perfect playlist for just having a great day. You want to go, you want to achieve something, you may be going to the gym or you're doing a run. This is, you can get a playlist of stuff from these that are just absolutely perfect. They really are. Um, we go um, a bit further down and you've got Rainbow with I Surrender, Thunder Love Walked In. Um, I even, as a kid, it shows, again, it goes to show how long I've had this for. Um, I would make up words for that song. Um, about how Love Walked Into The Door, not through, it walked into the door. It staggered around and then hit the floor. Um, it all fit to the music, you try it. Um, it was, it was, that was what we did, we were kids. Um... And then, yeah, disc free is good, but it's not, for me, the same type of rock. So, there's a one or two songs, predominantly, you then go to track, you then go, you then go to disc four. Because you've got Marillion, Kaylee, you've got Mike and the Mechanic, Silent Running, I've heard that live, it's unbelievable. You got Robert Plant, Big Log. That's one of the most amazing music. It's just just listen to that. If you've never heard of it, just the guitar work on that is so good. Deep Purple, Perfect Strangers, Scorpions Wings of Change. It's ah, oh, it's so good. It's just such a good compilation. And yes, I did skip it because it was on the first CD, but Way back on the first CD, track five, you have Survivor Burning Heart. You have the namesake. Of course you have. People sitting there going, well, where, where's the Burning Heart song? That's a, you know, that's an 80s classic rock song. Yes, it is. It's right there. It's on track. It's, it's on disc one. Along with Journey, Don't Stop Believing, because obviously I skipped a little bit. Uh, Mr. Mr. Broken Wings. Oh, I love them. I love them all. It's it's just so good. Mr. Big, to be with you. I mean, the thing is, I have three separate playlists on my phone. I have Burning Heart, Rock. 
Berlin Heart Ballads and Berlin Heart All. Because it depends on how you're feeling. Sometimes when you feel like you just want to have kind of the, the, the rock. Like I said, for if you're going uh, to the gym or if you're doing a workout. Or you, or, you know, if you just do, want to get stuff done, then that's the perfect compilation. If you want to relax a little bit, uh, maybe try and get to sleep, you know, or just to relax before sleep or you, you just want to relax. Then the ballads. Or if you're in the garden having a barbecue, play them all. Because then it doesn't matter what you're listening to. You're relaxing, you're cooking, you're having fun. It's sunny or not. It's perfect for that. It really, really is. There are just so many amazing tracks. Now, I have had quite a few copies of this over the years. When they first announced CDs... They they insisted that they would not scratch. You could smack them with a hammer and they would not scratch. Anyone who has physically owned CDs, they scratch if you sneeze on them. They are terrible for scratching. Well, they were. And I think a lot of the problems, um, as an example, actually, completely separate from music, the Xbox 360... I believe it was, had a bit of a flaw, a design flaw. And the design flaw was that there was um, a small plastic part of the interior case that would protrude ever so slightly. And it just so happened to be under the CD. Now, if you knocked the console for any reason whilst the disc was spinning, the read part of a game disc would hit against that bit and it would just make a massive scratch circle and the disc would be unreadable. I know this because it happened to me directly. It it physically happened to me. I was so angry because I had only just bought this game. I had bought it home and I put it in the I put it in the console Loaded it up, I'd played it for less than 10 minutes, I think, and someone walked past it, knocked it, it hit the floor, went bang, disc went off. And when I turned it and when I turned it back on, um, it wouldn't work, couldn't read, and when I opened it up, just a massive big circle scratch all the way around it. And when I re- when I looked it up online, there were lots of complaints about it. So it was a common thing. And that was the problem with Walkman's or discmans, should I say, is because you would have this discman in your pocket and you'd be moving around and it could be as smooth as you like on the inside. If it bounces enough times, it's going to wear it away. There's going to be little bits of dirt or something because you're taking it out and about. And the discs would scratch. more. The more you listened, the more they would scratch. And I've said this before about some of these albums that I've had but I've had to buy several copies Um, the problem with Burning Heart is that it's so much harder to get now because it wasn't like oh you can just release it as like a greatest hits or anything it was purely you buy it off of this company that are advertising it through this TV advert 
And if you miss the advert, where do you buy it from? And once they've stopped publication, it don't exist anymore after that at all. So it was very difficult for me to find it. And um, yeah, I think I've had free copies over the years. They did also try to release A Burning Heart 2. Because I did own that. But I was... By then, it feels like you're trying to make a thing about the Burning Heart kind of like idea. However, by that time, it's too late. I'm not that interested anymore. I have my Burning Heart, and I don't need another one. I don't need a different one where you're trying to get me just to buy it, really. The thing is, if you look up Burning Heart 2 on Discogs, it is the album that has the silhouette of a lady in like black latex with Burning Heart 2 written in red. Same style of writing as number one. But what they've clearly tried to do is they've tried to just repeat the exact same album. Because so many of the artists are exactly the same artists as the first album. It's just their lesser successful songs. Or they're bands that weren't on the first album and they've put them on in the hopes that this would be enough of a of a change. Um that you would think, oh, you know what, yeah, that might that might that might make me want to do that. But I don't know, it's just it just has the feel of let's try and do the success of one again. All of, you know, most of these have had relatively successful singles after the biggest one. So let's stick some of them in it. And then we'll go from there, you know. But I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know half of the tracks. I know a lot of the artists, if not all of I know all the artists. But so many of the tracks are just, nah, nah, they're not. But they're not really what you want. And I can see... Um, that it clearly wasn't as successful. It just wasn't. You know, number one would have been, number two would have just not have got kind of the level that they probably wanted, to be honest. But no, this, this Burning Heart definitely was just like a legend within our family. My brother, my sister, my parents, we all love Burning Heart. And we know what that means. If a song comes on the radio, we'll be like, oh, it's Burning Heart. Um, we don't mean the track, we mean the album. This is, it's, a, it's either a song from Burning Heart, or it's a song that we think was on Burning Heart. Because sometimes we do get it wrong. Because there's so many tracks, and some of them do fit, but they're surprising that they're not on there. And they're especially good for very long car trips. If we ever went to the coast, um, or up to see our family, our family, a lot of our family members live around three, three and a half hour drive away, then being four albums, it's the perfect length to just stick on and let it run, and then when first CD ends, put the next one in, and just play them. You don't have to make playlists then, it's the perfect CD to just play on long car trips. is great. 
And then even at school, I remember, because like I said already, um, I would make up words, me and my friends, whenever I would go round, I would take some of the discs, depending on who, where I was going and how I was feeling, and we would just listen to the to that whilst we were playing games or whatever, and it was always a thing where, yeah, it just, it, it was it was the album of me growing up, and it's very much just, I love listening to it. I get that there's going to be a huge amount of nostalgia there for me. You know, that's completely obvious, I do understand that. But it's just... Yeah, it's it's the perfect collection of proper real rock. It really is. So yeah, I would say if you want to listen to something that would be perfect for going to the gym, having a barbecue, if you just fancy listening to some real rock, if you just fancy listening to some classic rock, then by all means, listen to my playlist, Burning Heart. I may, I'm not 100% sure yet, I may have all three of my podcasts, I may have all three of my playlists in the description. Um, because it's one of those things where I don't use Spotify that much to listen to music, mainly because I have my own music on my home server that I then stream out to my phone, so I've just got my music, it's the stuff that I own all the CDs for, Um, so I've got my own playlists and that kind of thing. But yeah, I I might make just a Burning Heart playlist, and then a Burning Heart Rock, and a Burning Heart Ballads. Just so people can have the one if they want to listen to one over the other, they're there. Um, and then, yeah, if you just listen, take a look at what's on there, you could even put together a few of your own. Why not? Let's not say classic rock is dead because it's so not. It's so good. It's so good. And that is all I've got to say on the subject. So, this has been my music memories. Now, next time. I am going to talk about one of the best vocalists I've ever heard live. And then he was so bad that I had to desperately try and to apologise to my brother and, and try to explain why he was good. And then discuss one of my all-time favourite albums again. That's right, I'm doing all three. Um, I'm going to be doing Silverchair. It's going to be two concerts and an album. And I don't mind talking about an album when I'm going to talk about a concert. Because for me, I would happily discuss one artist as a whole. And that's what this is. It's just the ultimate silver chair podcast of my memories of two tours... Meeting someone famous and one of the albums that I absolutely adore. So keep an eye out for that next time. So keep an eye out for that. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you again next time. 